With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We went to go get dinner on Sunday and we're playing. Um, there's, there's, there's a playlist that's called Big Booty Mix. Mm. Um, and it's just like, it's a bunch of house music and like yeah. meme sounds, whatever. Um, so I, st- I was like, hey, like just play your whatever your favorite Disney uh, song is play that next and that will get the people going like that'll get me excited um and we have the same uh, favorite disney song i'll make a man out of you move on really yep Okay. So we belted that out. It was ins- it was electric. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Chris Rose Football Show with CJ Uzama. He is back with us. The Jets sitting at seven and four. We got a lot to talk about in that world because, boy, it has been a crazy few weeks up there. But let's start with what we want to talk about. We're taping this literally 90 minutes before the USA and Iran kick it off in the World Cup. I know you're a big soccer head. You'll be glued to the set like me, won't you? Oh, 100%. I got some of the boys. We're going to we're gonna watch it together. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. Who's coming over? Uh, I'm actually going to go to um, their spot. Uh, it's going to be me, Braxton, hopefully Brax, if, if, if us, you know, he's not doing anything with Soph, but, um, and then Mike White and Dan are probably just going to watch it and hang out and have a good time and root on the boys. All right. So how how's that going over in the um in the in the locker room i mean is is the world cup a big thing is it not no i mean for me it is right like i'm a huge right. soccer fan but for the guys like m- majority of them they they watch the world cup they watch international play they want to watch like the u.s obviously like you got national pride um but even some of the guys too like i was talking to flacco about it and flacco is just like he's he's like why are we doing this why the hell would we do that like he's like he's mad about certain like style of playing like well dude like you know we're playing against england england's a really good team like the fact that we came out of that with the draw is huge and he's like no we should win like that's stupid and i'm like look i'm i'm with you i want to win also but like for the group standings it's not a terrible outcome um right so yeah so it's there's there's mixed emotions about soccer for sure it um I mean, I, I love the World Cup. I don't get into it that much outside of it. I wish I could. Have you been to soccer matches overseas? Um, I've been to one. I went to, um, I was in Holland, and so I went to an Ajax game. Oh, uh, Ajax. And that was fun. That was a good time. Yeah. Is there a place where you, you're like, I've got to check that off. I, I want to go. Well, I mean, I want to go to the bridge. I want to see Chelsea play, you know um at Chelsea I, I need I need to see that happen for sure um but other than that I mean I don't I mean if you watch a if you watch a match at the bridge for me that's that's I mean yeah probably going to Barcelona and Real like going to to go into those two stadiums would probably be one of the cooler experiences for sure too all right so you had I imagine you had practice last week during the England game didn't you yeah yeah we did so, um what'd you do I mean, I got updates. So 
the where the the so we actually we practice early and so we're in meetings during that time but the way that the tight end room is positioned is it's right next to the uh the video guys and so the video guys have it on their projector like every time you walk <laughs> in they have like good morning football whatever like any football related sports whatever and so like i the first thing that i said when the world cup was starting was boys we gotta have the matches up at all time and they're like, no, we got you, especially when the U.S. is playing, we got you. And so, yeah, throughout the duration of that match, like when we're sitting, when I'm sitting down, um, I would be able to hear if something were to, were to happen. And they say like, hey, we'd, we'd knock or whatever and like tell you guys if something happens. Um, but it was uneventful. So like I, I I didn't miss I didn't miss much. Right. Do you have a second favorite team to watch? <laughs> um, That's a good question. I, so I. I think this World Cup, I like watching France. Um, last World Cup, it was Belgium, um, and then there was just there's too much strife going on in that in that locker room. So I I um, I enjoy watching France. They're they're a fun side to play or to to watch and and to watch play. So I'd say maybe France. Okay, there was an interesting um, soundbite that came out yesterday. We have a 23 year old captain, Tyler Adams who was asked this uh, by a uh, by a reporter as Team USA got ready to face off against Iran. You say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? And uh, we saw the Black Lives Matter movement uh, over the past few years. My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um, yeah, that being said, you know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Um, you know, one thing that I've learned, especially from living abroad in the past years and uh, having to fit in in different cultures, is that in the U.S. we're, we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. I grew up in a, in a white family with an obviously an African-American heritage and background as well. So um, I had a little bit of uh, different cultures and I, I was very, very easily able to assimilate in different different cultures. So, um, you know, not everyone has that that ease and uh, the ability to do that. And obviously it takes longer to understand. And through education, I think it's it's super important. Like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of, of your country. So, um, yeah, it, it's a it's a process. I think as, as long as you see progress, uh, that's the most important thing. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think one, he handled that beautifully. Um, you know, it's it was very like when I when I saw it the first time, like the first half, I didn't even listen to what he was saying initially, what Tyler Adams was saying, because I was so upset with the way that the um, reporter had worded his question. And you could tell he was fishing for something, right? Like he he was, to me, you could tell like, it's like, hey, so like, let's get this straight. Like, this is how you pronounce the country's name. Like he, you could already tell there was, um, you know, there was malintent, I feel like with, with how he was approaching um, mm -hmm. talking. And so, yeah, I think um, Tyler, he, he said he worded it beautifully. Um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, and and my, I I would hope to have that much composure when when responding to a question that comes off that aggressively. Uh, but yeah, I think, man, especially someone who, like 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 he and some some of the guys on the team who have to go overseas and and have to, um, 
you know, adapt and, and pick up on other cultural um, things. And, and yeah, like he said, you know, he, he was able to assimilate a little bit because he was, um, you know, he has African background, but he was born up and, you know, brought up in a white family and, you know, progress is being made and things like, that. like, I, I, I love that. I love that answer. I, I, I agree with that. I think, you know, um, as, as a country in general, um, we, we need to continue to make, you know, strides and progress in the, in the right direction. And, um, I think he puts it well in saying it, it's like that everywhere. It's, it's obviously in the States we see it, um, because it's in within our own borders. Um, but going overseas, there, there are things that, that need, there's progress that needs to be made within the world, not just, you know, in the United States. So, yeah, I, I think, Man, I, I I I don't know if I could have said that any better. I don't know if anybody could have said anything better than than how he how he uh, articulated it. At twenty three years old, like that's a plus plus what he did. The thing I loved most about his comments was that as long as we're always learning, and he goes, "Look, you you just taught me something." Right. Yeah. You know, he brought it back full circle without any uh, animosity whatsoever, and and taking the high road because you're right. I didn't love the way that it that that part of the question was brought up right you know it could have been very simple hey listen even though you say that you back the you know iranian people you're mispronouncing the name of the country wrong i just wanted to bring that to your attention would have been easier way to go about it but um i did appreciate it i loved it i thought it was uh that's like a master class like if you're teaching kids in college about communication skills bring that. that one up yeah, 100% every time. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, your head coach, uh, I always feel like, is is one of the guys in the NFL who communicates clearly. He had to do that last week when you guys made a big move with a quarterback change. Uh, I'm curious about how that went down in the in the locker room. Were you surprised when it was announced? Um, I, I don't think anybody just knew. We didn't know what was going to happen, um, to be honest. I think... Um, there it, surprise is an interesting um, adjective to use. I, I, I would, I would just say we 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 felt like something was going to happen. Some some change was going to happen. I didn't know mm-hmm. what it was, um, and and to what extent it was going to be. But, um, yeah, it, it was you know it was kind of matter of fact about it. Um, when we had our when we had our team meeting, um, and he said. You know, we we actually didn't know he was going to come out to the press and say anything, um, but he wanted, you know, like you said, he he's a very well spoken person, and he said, "Hey, I, I wanted to get that out so that all the questions can come back to me. If you have, if they, if somebody comes up to you and says anything, put it on me for this week. Like, let's just let let let's what's going on in this locker room stay. What's going on in this locker room, and and I'll handle everything else. And I loved that. I was like, wow, this is great for." all parties that are involved with what's going on right now. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of how it was approached. I, I don't know, um, what anybody thought was going to happen, but, um, yeah, I think, I think we've handled it fairly well as a team. Yeah. There's no question. I mean, really, this is the one part of a team that can get, po- you know, torn apart, right? It's if you change the left guard or a nickelback, yeah. nobody's going, all right, now hold on here. Right. But it's when it's the number two overall pick, from the draft a year ago, the guy who's supposed to be a franchise savior, particularly a guy who has not played well by his own admission. Um, And then he has a boo-boo at a press conference after losing to the Patriots. 
first of all, did you even know that he had said, you know, when asked about, did you feel like you let the defense down? He goes, no, no. Did you know about that that had happened? Yeah, yeah, we knew it happened. Um, I think that the team, like, right when it happened, I think everyone knew that it happened because it came out pretty quick on 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 social media. Got it. When that happens and you're a guy that's, you're a leader, did you go up to him? Yeah, I, well, I didn't go up to him. So, like, because after the game, um, we're, we're on our buses and we're all on different buses. And so we get off the bus, hit the airplane. I go straight to the airplane, get on your same bus that you were on. So like, I'm not going to, I'm not seeing him. And then get to like, you, you just go home. You go your separate ways essentially. Right. right? And so uh, I texted him um, later that night. And then Monday after, every, like after uh, we had film, I texted him. And then I texted him on Tuesday night, just like, Hey man, like, I, this was before anything happened, right? I didn't, I don't know what was going on. Wednesday was when, when we found out about the quarterback change. Um, I had texted him Tuesday night, just like, Hey man, just let you know, like, obviously, you, you know, you, you rubbed the team the wrong way. Just, um, I'd say something if I were you, like, whatever. Um, just, just kind of address it. And he did. Um, and again, I, I texted that not knowing anything had happened and that was going to happen. And he and Mike had already known by the time that I had texted him. And he texted me on Wednesday morning, pretty early. He wakes up stupidly early. <laughs> um, but he texted me early and said, hey, yeah, I had already planned to say something. I'm going to say something today during, like after Saul has like talks. And I was like, I, after Saul talks, we usually don't have a team meeting. Um, so then I already kind of like antennas were up. And then Saul had made his announcement. And then the coaches left. And then Zach addressed the team. Um, and that was big of him. Like that was – like that to me, especially after Salah said, "Hey, like we're gonna we're gonna make a change for right now." Um, him like getting up there, like very emotion, like emotional, rightfully so. I would have been emotional, and I'm not the like you said, the number two pick, the franchise player. Um, and and yeah, he he apologized to the team, put the onus on on, on himself and on his shoulders, and um, yeah, it was. I was like, that was a crazy couple of days. You go up to him afterward and tell him good job. Yeah, everyone like uh, not everyone, but you know, a lot of guys were like, "Yeah, appreciate it, whatever." And then individually, there was like a little line that like dapped him up and said, "We appreciate you, and we appreciate you saying that." And um, yeah, that was he. He gained a lot of respect from the players from from, from that gesture. You know, it's hard. Um, I think we think that the minute guys become really wealthy, that they should have everything figured out. And the truth is we don't, you yeah. know, like I was doing stupid shit. I don't know if he's 22 or 23 and it's got to be hard. I'm not saying that. Listen, the guy's got a lot of great opportunity, right? He's, he's a quarterback in New York city. He's going to have 30 million guaranteed, all that sort of stuff. So a lot of good comes with it, right? but the ability to fuck up is not always there. Yeah. And it, like he's 23, uh, turned 23. Like I think right when the season started, or right before the season started, has a lot of growing to do, has a lot of growing pains that he's going to go through. And this is, this is, you know, going to be one of them. Um, yeah. Like, like you said, like when I was 23, what I'm not in, I wasn't in New York. I was in Cincinnati and I was, I was fucking up. I was doing things that like in hindsight, I'm like, why, why was I so young? And like, I wish I would have grown up way quicker than that. Um, 
but to your point like yeah people just expect all right you need to be on like you you need to have your shit together like you have all this like whatever and it's like not really like you like the people that say that too i'm like what were you doing when you were 23 right like 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 having that like people that have like tyler adams they expect us to be and hold ourselves to that standard the entire time when that's really that's the outlier like he is he's the captain of the united states american team for a reason because he is that outlier and they want every nfl player to be that outlier and it's like well hold on we're we're people too like we're we're Mm -hmm. learning and growing and you know growing up just as much as you did when you were that age or you are when you're that age now so yeah it's um it's a process and i think he's learning with that being said i know you're pretty close with mike white and when he got the call i mean did did he call you afterward he's like i'm the dude now (laughs) um no he he you know, we're, 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 I'm happy as anything for Mike. We're all happy for Mike. Um, he works his ass off. Uh, and, 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 you know, even during games, he'll come up. I don't know who all he comes up to, but he will come up to the tight ends um, and say, Hey, like, just letting you know, that was a good route. Blah, blah, blah. We see it. Like he'll, he'll start talking to us a little bit. Um, just saying, Hey, we see, like, we see everything that's going on. We see the things that you're doing. We're going to come back to it. Like, just settle down, like keep your emotions in check, whatever. And I'm like, hey, you don't, you don't come up to us and tell us that. Like, we are the one position group that will have our emotions in check, but we appreciate it. You know, that's something that you like to see. So, um, yeah, no, like when we found out, we were we were ecstatic for him, and um, we could tell that he was equally as ex- excited for the opportunity. And I think it's safe to say he took the took advantage of of the opportunity that was given to him. When you see it all clicking like it did Sunday through the raindrops against Chicago, you sit there and you're like, this is what we can be offensively. Like it's not, not just a good defense. Right. Yeah. I mean, we know we have the pieces we know, you know, I think that was as a collective, um, aside from one kickoff return play, that was, that was as good as a unit and then a team that, that I think we played the entire year. Mm -hmm. Um, the way that we were able to to run the ball, we ran the ball efficiently. Um, you know, there were there were, I I don't remember how many penalties we had. Maybe like two, maybe two, maybe three. Um, and, and so we didn't no self inflicted wounds, uh, no turnovers. Um, you know, we we fumbled on the sideline, got it back. You know, we, we won the turnover battle, like things things like that that just came together. And we're playing against the team. You know, obviously they they caught the injury bug and it's very unfortunate for them, but we were able to build ourselves. You know, we mm-hmm. took a right, a step in the right directions for ourselves. And so, yeah, it's, it's exciting to see that it's exciting. Shoot. I was having fun run blocking with Conk. Me and Conklin were out there just like daffing each other up after run plays. We were excited. And and that's what you want, especially in a, a game like that, where to be honest, like third quarter rain started coming down pretty heavy and we're, we're on the bench. Like the Titans are on the bench. Defense is out there. And we're just like, no, this is not happening. Like, is it going to be like this the rest of the game? Like, please, for the love, just stop, stop raining. So, um, yeah, it was a fun game to be a part of. And, and, and especially offensively, it was fun to, to kind of catch a stride. All right. Um, somebody brought it to my attention that Mike White has similarities to Maroon 5 lead singer Adam Levine. So do you, do you see it? 
No or no? Shot. No shot. None? No I don't know. No, no, no. We're not giving Mike that credit for sure. There's no shot. I'm giving him that credit. You don't even see just a little bit. No. Look at my, Mike's face is a little wider. Like yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Okay. No, nah, I'm not giving it to him. I'm be honest Somebody mentioned that. it to me the other day, and I was like, huh. Interesting. I, did. I think I think maybe just in that particular moment we can say yes. Okay. But anytime outside of that, uh, I don't see it as much. See if he can sing a little bit at work. Next I time. don't think he can sing at all. Yeah, probably but not. I will say this. We went to go get dinner on Sunday and we're playing. Um, there's 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 a playlist that's called Big Booty Mix. Hmm. Um, and it's just like, it's a bunch of house music and like yeah. meme sounds, whatever. Um, so I, st- I was like, Hey, like just play your, whatever your favorite Disney, uh, song is play that next. And that will get the people going. Like that'll get me excited. Um, and we have the same bit, uh, favorite Disney song. I'll make a man out of you. Move on. Really? Yep. Okay. So we belted that out. It was, ins- it was electric. No, you didn't. You belted it out. Of course we did. Are you kidding me? Really? Lit it up. Where was this? Uh, It was in the car. It was. um, Oh, he and his wife. No, it was just it was it was on the way to dinner. It was his wife, myself and Chris Trevler and and his uh, his fiance or his girlfriend. Um, And on the way there, we were just we were having a good time. Okay, nice. Nice. Uh, I have uh, watched closely the. Uh, the schedule for the Jets for your last six are on the road and it ain't easy. It's Minnesota, Buffalo. I know you finish at Miami and I think you got to stop in Seattle. Yep. And then you have home games against Detroit and Jacksonville. Yep. You don't do the, the you know, as you know what us fans do when you're team seven and four, right? Like Look we sit there try to figure out the playoff scenario. Absolutely. We're like, okay, if we go three and three, that gets us to 10 and seven. We got a shot. You guys don't even that whole that whole one game at a time thing. Like that's real, isn't it? Yeah. So I was having a conversation. I ended up watching. Uh, I started watching a new show, Secession, mm-hmm. and I was watching with my girlfriend. And she started like she brought up the Super Bowl. She was like, "Hey, so like you know, out of curiosity, like if you all don't make it, would you still go?" And like started asking me all these questions, and I was just like. I had no answer. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't think that far in advance. Like, I have no idea. And she, she kept going. I was like, hey, listen, I'm just gonna stop you right here. I don't look past this week. You can ask me a bunch of questions, and I'm not gonna have an answer because I don't look past this week. For me, I, I know one thing and one thing only, and that's that we play Minnesota at Minnesota, and we're indoors, and that's the only thing that's on my in my mind is that we get to play indoors for the first time in a, like I, I I'm excited I don't have to deal with the elements of the weather right now, let alone what's going on you know elsewhere. So, um, yeah, no, I I don't think for the most part I don't think anybody thinks about it like that or, or looks too far ahead because once you do that and you're like, all right, nice, like we can, we're allowed to lose this many games, right. and it's like, well, then you lose one and you're like okay, we're cool. Like we're good. We're fine. Um, as opposed to, you know, attacking it, you know, the way you should. So yeah, I think it's really an afterthought for the most part. Um, because as long as we keep winning, I know personally, as long as we keep winning, we control, you know, our fate. And if we 
slip up or think like, hey, we can lose a couple games, then it's in the hands of other teams having to do this and having to do that. So, um, yeah, for me personally, I'm focused on getting to play indoors in Minnesota. Good for you. Yeah, <laughs> you'd be nice and warm, nice and toasty inside. Nice and, and toasty. Don't have to deal with cold, wind, rain, nothing. Just in I'll the- tell you this: that place is loud, and the whole skull. Oh, it's oh. insane! Yeah, so That's... I got to play there once, mm-hmm. and it was um, we got out, we got blown out. <laughs> but here in the skull, Teddy Bridgewater, it was his first game back, I think, from his injury. Oh, wow. And so they put him in at the end of the game, and it that was the loudest I'd heard a place. I was like, this is this is ridiculous. Um, so yeah, no, I, I know it's it's gonna be loud. That's really cool. Yeah, I like to hear that. Um, we are about positivity on this show. I am curious because you so rarely see teams lose the way that you guys did in New England. Basically, it was like a walk-off punt return for a touchdown. It's the equivalent, if you're a baseball fan out there, to a walk-off grand slam, but if you only played 17 games a year instead of 162. And I know you were on the punt coverage team. I saw it, right? You're out yeah. there. When that play is unfolding and he gets past you and you're looking, you're like, holy shit, did that really just happen? Is that what it was, basically? Yeah. Yeah, essentially. Um, and I, I, I beat myself up pretty good on it because, you know, just leverage and and things like that, things that you're like coached on. And um, yeah, I ended up, I ended up talking to the special teams um, unit uh, before like a Tuesday, a third, no, after a Thursday practice that we had, because I kind of just wasn't happy with the way that we approached that game in general. um, And had some things that I had to like express and get off, you know, get off my chest and put, you know, the coach kind of put the onus and, and and put that coverage on a couple other guys. Um, but I took that time to just like put it on me because it's something that I'm like, Hey, look, if I'm, if I'm going to preach, Hey, like we have to do this. I'm going to start by saying I like, I fucked up. Like I put us in a bad position by not being exactly where I needed to be. Albeit, you know, they, they had a good return for us for, for, you know, for what it was, but, um, yeah, when that's going on, you immediately turn around and you're just like, there's no way. They're like, there's this isn't really happening. You kind of like look back, like, is there a flag? Is there gonna be a flag? How much like th- nothing? Like, so yeah, it was a. to be honest, it's kind of like I feel I feel how Bama felt when we hit that kick six on. Like honestly, like you're just kind of like in you're you're stunned. Like that did not just happen. Yeah. Thought that's a what it probably was. Yeah. Uh, you guys had Thanksgiving, obviously. I know that you guys probably have an early practice, so you can go enjoy. Mm-hmm. What'd you end up doing? So my family came into town. Um, oh, nice. Yep. Mom and dad actually came from the New England game and stayed here for the week. Oh. So that was a lot. Uh, no, I, I loved it. I, they got to <laughs> – they, they watched my dog, which was awesome for me. Um, but, yeah, so they were here. Uh, my uncle and – cousin were here and then my grandmother came into town so um yeah we had a really good time um some good food i'm glad i went out and got a ham because <laughs> the turkey was not ready in time <laughs> so when i was out of practice like the, everything was getting made and prepared and i come back home and i was like all right nice like how long until we eat and they're like yeah probably an hour and the turkey was nowhere near being done so we ate with the ham I took a nap. Dad took a nap. Like we're all like 
hanging out, taking naps, whatever. We wake up and then the turkey's done. Ah. So, so, you know, you have two meals. It was great, but um, yeah, no, it, it was a good time. It's, it's awesome. That I get to, got to spend it with family. I know some of the guys ended up having people over um, who didn't have family in the town. I think there were like three get togethers with like 12 to 15 to 20 people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good time. That's nice. Is there a, what is the one must have for you on Thanksgiving food wise? I, I need my grandmother's broccoli and cheese casserole. Ooh. Ooh like everyone's talking like about it. this. Everyone's talking about this green bean casserole. And I understand like, oh yeah, green bean. No, I need my grandma's broccoli and cheese. It is absolutely phenomenal. Mm. Um, and it's, it's the one thing that I love like on the plate. Mixing it a little bit with the sweet potato casserole too. It's mm. oh, perfect. It's nice. How Solid. about you? What do you? What do you? What do you need for to me? Have? I I have to admit, um, Michelle's sister Denise makes the yams. They're candied yams. Mm. I, it's like an extra dessert for me. So yeah, I'm right, just, of course, you know, everybody's got the um, the sides that's, you know, instead of passing them all over the place, you kind of keep it here and we bring the plates over. The yams are always parked in front of. I love that. Always. I love that. that. Way, just in case nobody's seeing, I can add an extra scoop here and there. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm a big, big fan of that. Um, I know this is a big week for you. Uh, we've talked about your love of Broadway. Yeah. We have the opening coming. Yeah, the opening's um, December 1st. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to be able to go to that. I'm excited. Um, for people that don't know, this is. This is Broadway, off Broadway. What is this? Um, yeah, it's Broadway. It's uh, um, I actually went to go see a play. I I, I saw um, a musical of six, and I was looking in their playbill, and it was cool because it said like it has the other um, Broadway plays that are currently out, and it said Ain't No Mo, and had it had the theater and all, and I was just like, this is so sick. Like this is awesome that that, that I get to be a part of this. So yeah, it's uh. Uh, it's exciting um, to have my family when they come back out, come watch it with me. But yeah, the premiere um, is the first and um, I'm going to get to go to it and and yeah, get to get to, get to see everybody's um, initial reaction to it. Are you consider? are you a producer on it? I'm an executive producer. Okay. For people that aren't familiar with the story, just give us a little synopsis. So in case people are curious and want to go see it when they're in the NYC. Yeah, it's uh, it's essentially... Um, it's kind of talking about how, like you, as, as a black person, you would get a one-way plane ticket to go back to Africa. And it's like, Hey, you can, you you have this once in a lifetime opportunity to go back to Africa, um, and, and stay there forever. You don't get to stay here. Um, but if you stay here, you, uh, you lose like your heritage or your, like your cultural, your cult culture excuse me um of being an african-american and so then it talks about okay well what is your culture like what do you understand your culture do you know where like what like where your ancestors came from like what exactly is that um and so it's 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 done in a very funny way but also like in the middle and end it kind of makes you think a lot about like wow like what what is your identity as as an african-american like what Hmm. what kind of like um what is that culture uh and so yeah it's it's 
it's done in a great way. Um, Lee Daniels being able to talk to him. He's the, he's the producer. Um, and this is his first, uh, play as well. And so like, he's, he's excited. He's, you know, he's every time I talk to him about it, he's smiling ear to ear. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it all come to life. Um, you know, I hadn't been been able to watch the uh, it, it in its entirety. I've only seen bits and pieces when I went down to the city. Um, but it, from what I've seen, it's it's amazing. It's hilarious, and and it pulls out the heartstrings for sure a little bit. Love it. Yeah, love it. I like things that make you think too. Yeah. So I I wish you luck. I'm sure you'll have uh, great nervous energy when that curtain comes up. A thousand percent. Yeah. Any of your teammates coming? Not to the not to the opening, um, but I have talked to a lot of them, and, and I'm going to make sure a lot of them come see it with me. Good, yeah. good. Well, I wish you luck with that. Uh, enjoy playing indoors against the Vikings this week. Thank you. Yeah, and then it's Buffalo, right? After that, I know you're not allowed to look ahead, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Um, what week is this? What week is this? This is the this is week thirteen. Okay, yeah. So it might be Buffalo. Yeah, I, and I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I do know that we play Seattle on New Year's. Yes. So that's that is that's those are two games that I know right now. Yeah, that uh, Rob Scirocco said uh, said that. Yeah, it goes uh, Buffalo, Detroit, Jacksonville, then Seattle, and then I think you finish in Miami. Okay. Yeah. So we play. Do we play Detroit at home? Yes. Oh, nice. Sorry. We have two back-to-back homes, but no dome. Yeah, no dome. But hold on. Oh, wait. I did know we played Jacksonville because Jacksonville is a Thursday night game. And I'll actually, for the first time in my, well, second time in my career, have Christmas off. Yep. Yep. So I'm, I'm excited about that. We'll talk about that next time, what your plans are for, for the holidays. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So good luck with the uh, with the play opening. Thank you. Uh, good luck this week against the Minnesota Vikings. I'll be watching that one closely. It's a great slate of games, by the way, this weekend. I know you don't care about that stuff. I do since I work in the NFL. You got like your old team playing host to the Chiefs. Um, Miami's out at San Francisco. Buffalo's Thursday night against the Patriots. There's a ton of really good games this week. So, yeah, I, I knew I knew the Buffalo Pats and I knew the Bengals and Chiefs. I didn't know Miami and San Fran. That'll be a good one. That'll be a really good game. And that's one of those games that it's hidden. It's at 4.05 Eastern. Okay. Very little of the country is going to get a chance to see it. It's not a national game. Right. So, no, I'm going to be, I'm going to have close. I mean, we're going to have to have close eyes on that one. Yeah. Be interesting. Yeah. Be yeah. interesting. Well, I hope you get to fly first class home. Well, you get to fly first class regardless. I hope all of your teammates <laughs> get to enjoy flying back first class with you. That would mean that the JETS get another dub. Yes. So thanks for hanging out. Appreciate you always sharing your time with us. Go Team USA. Do you have a prediction for us? I know this will be done by the time we're actually released, but for sure. But I think prediction wise, you know, Iran needs. Sorry, Iran needs um, needs just a draw. I yep. think we come out pretty hot. I think three one uh, US three one. We're gonna come out hot. I'm telling you right now, we're gonna come out on fire. Well, we have to. I, I will say this: we better. Yeah, like we have to. We have to put pressure on them. Very quickly. Make very yeah. Yeah. I want us to make it to the knockout round. I can't stand it when we're not in the knockout round. Right. It but just makes everything just so much. Like, I love soccer, but it's just like, eh. I know. Also, real quick, it is soccer now because we drew with England. So, like, it's not football. I don't care what anybody says. It's soccer. That's funny. That's funny. 
for our uh, one-of-a-kind, amazing, legendary producer, Robbie Shirako, and CJ Uzama, who you can see at a dome near you this coming Sunday in Minneapolis. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time on the Chris Rose Football Show with CJ Uzama.